0: <clears throat> Hello, welcome to the Weird Word Podcast, your source for all things spiritual, mystical, and conspiratorial. I am Alicia and I'm Aubrey. And yeah, today we're gonna talk about um a few different things. Um for one, we wanted to talk about destiny, um, it relates to our name. Um, we went with the weird word as in W Y R D because the origin of the word weird um, actually uh, is from the word weird, which is pronounced word now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah. The weird word. The weird word. So the weird weird. The weird weird. Is technically. the name of our, our podcast. Technically. technically. If you want to go by origins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, it's just uh, said as word um but yeah the meaning behind it was basically destiny so people would be like oh that's weird like that's a weird occurrence like that's like destiny like something that was meant to happen um but yeah so i guess uh we just talk about what we feel destiny is um
1: what is your destiny <laughs> my oh, what destiny. do you <laughs> feel your destiny in life is
0: um i feel like i'm still trying to unpack that <laughs> Um, But I feel like my destiny is to I feel like most people's destiny Is to help people on some level You know
1: Yeah <clears throat> Like a lot of people like Like that's what brings them joy And happiness Is helping other people
0: mm-hmm. I feel like that's The highest destiny for Most everyone You know Cause like if you're gonna be The best version of yourself Like That's gonna rub off on others You know I mean of course if you're that's the
1: hope, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're nice <laughs> to people that they're gonna continue and continue on that path and, and be nice to other people too and then it'd just be like a cycle of people being nice. But there are people who uh, are not
0: Yeah. They get they get lost <laughs> I would say. Um but yeah, I don't know, I feel like Um, destiny is what your reality is playing out to be in the present Um, so like the choices that you make and the domino effect that they have in the future is your destiny because like it's just it's just the effect like there's
1: cause and effect the butterfly effect i guess yeah
0: (laughs) cause and effect butterfly effect they're all effects (laughs) um yeah like i think that's what destiny is to me um and that's why in my current life like right now i'm trying to make better choices and um become a lot more self-aware and um, just trying to be, like, the best version of myself so that I can set myself up for the best future, you know?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and present. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> just, like, being a good example for other people too. Yeah. To see, you know? But I feel the same way. I feel like...
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. When you get to that spot where you're like building on yourself and you're becoming more self-aware and like like loving yourself more or whatever. Like <clears throat> I feel like that rubs off on other people.
1: Yeah, like they see it in you and then they like they like what they see, so then they want to portray that too in their own lives, mm-hmm. which ultimately like, makes everything better for everyone. Exactly. in the world
0: like even <clears throat> even like being confident or whatever like I feel like when you're confident and you're like just being yourself I feel like like without any words and or even like it gives other people like permission to also do the same you know yeah
1: yeah, yeah. You, <clears throat> when you're around somebody mm-hmm. who's confident and uh, you're not as confident um, when you're around them you, you feel like you can be more confident and you're more able to be more, like, you're stronger to be more confident mm-hmm. in the world. It's just like a an idol, well, a model to go off of.
0: Yeah. so I feel like, I don't know, otherwise you might not know that that can exist for you, you know? Like, because I've had people in my life where... um like they were confident or just like you know more loud and free and it's just like made me want to be more of that way because I was like wow you know I was like that's cool to see you know someone just like being happy with life and just you know living and you know not being afraid to like speak their mind and stuff like I think that's really beautiful I think that's really awesome to like that's a really good energy to give to people around you you know
1: yeah, <clears throat> I had a couple of friends mm. like that who who showed me that it was okay to be confident and to be loud because I was bullied a lot, so I feel like my voice was not always heard and I kind of hid myself away because I didn't want people to look at me because I didn't want to be bullied, you know? Mm-hmm. So like my whole life I was always feeling that way. And, um, and then I had a couple of older friends who kind of showed me that it was okay to be loud and you know just be you and not be afraid to be you because fuck what anybody thinks yeah
0: yeah same (laughs) same um i don't know the way that i grew up um wasn't like the safest environment like i don't know i had a psychic tell me um before that like me being quiet was an effect of like when I was a child, like that was like the safest thing for me to do, you know, yeah. and so like it followed me you know into high school and now even into adulthood, sometimes I'm like pretty quiet, like you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm trying to break myself out of that because like
1: it's like ingrained into you though, like it's mm-hmm. hard to come out it's hard to realize that you're you're being that way because you've been that way for so long, exactly, but I feel that too.
0: Exactly, I feel like I don't know. That's a really cool part of like starting this podcast together too, because I feel like it's bringing both of us kind of like out of our shells and like out of our comfort zone and like
1: yeah, having to have conversations about things Mm -hmm. and yeah, put yourself in front of a camera, put yourself in front of a a microphone, and you know, hope for the best.
0: In front of random strangers on the internet. (laughs) Be kind, random strangers. (laughs) Yes. Be kind. That's something I was reading about um, the other day too. I um, uh, read somewhere that there's a difference between being nice and being kind. Like people who are nice sometimes, like, like nice or oh yeah, people who are nice are sometimes nice for their own benefit and like what they can, yeah, what they can benefit from, like you know being, being nice, nice mm-hmm. yeah whereas people who are kind they're just genuinely kind like they just want to like you know want people to be happy you know
1: yeah I think for me I just want people to be happy like f- being sad for so long and feeling that way you know you you see other people who feel that way now that you don't feel that way anymore and you just want them to be happy so you want to do kind things for other people
0: yeah I just want to uplift others yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Especially when you've been through it and you're just like, I know. <laughs> I yeah, know yeah, I how know, it I feels. know how you feel,
1: mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. want to help you feel better. I mm-hmm. want you to not feel that way because I know how it feels to feel that way.
0: Exactly. Which, I mean, kind of leads us to our next point, karma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, I think intention... I think intention is really powerful. It's like your intentions of how you approach people and, like, just your intentions of when you get into people's lives and, like, just anything. Like, intention is really powerful because... not only intention, but action. Because I feel like if you have good intentions and good actions then that energy is going to return to you in the form of, like, good karma, you know? Whereas, like, if you're making choices that aren't really, you know, self-aware and you're, like, you know, hiding yourself from, like, your own mistakes, you know, like, that's going to catch up to you.
1: (laughs) And it does. It does. Yeah, you you watch it with, like, surrounding Mm. people and how their lives have continued to spiral downward, based on, like, the karma that they give out, the energy that they give out, the intentions that they Mm
0: -hmm. give out. Yeah. I think a big part of that is, like, self-pity and self-sabotage, you know?
1: Yeah, victimizing yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you stay in that cycle of being the victim also.
0: Yeah. Exactly, because you're like, oh, the world's against me, I'm a victim, everyone's just, you know, the perpetrator, like... everyone's wrong but me
1: (laughs) yeah and then you put that negative energy that you feel towards the world out Mm -hmm. into the world and then you receive negative back so then you stay in that cycle of just hating the world because you know nothing else instead of putting good karma out there and and not seeing the world in a negative way um, and you see the world in a more positive way it can bring you so much so much of a better life yeah. Than, than just putting negative out there.
0: I think that's the whole thing of like creating your own reality too, is because your perspective and your thoughts really do, like, make your reality. Like.
1: Yeah, people don't know? understand <laughs> that man. Like, you you can see people out there who are in negative ways, and and you're like, but you can change it. You can totally change it just based on how you think. Mm-hmm. That's it. And how you like you you know put your energy out into the world too. But Yeah. But that's part of it. Like thinking that everybody hates you and the world hates you, then you're really going to put that out there yeah. and then people are going to see you in that way because you're putting that out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the universe is going to reflect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the universe gives you whatever you think. Mm-hmm. You're like you're like, "Oh, I'm ugly. I hate myself." The universe is like, "All right. Here you go." This is, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, I don't know, it's a big part of like what I'm trying to do right now too is just like change my thought patterns and, you know, just get out of like the ancestral trauma and stuff that's like followed my family for like years. Like who knows how far like that kind of stuff goes back, you know?
1: Yeah, I heard your DNA. Well, I don't know if this is true. I saw it on a video, but I heard that your your DNA can hold up to like seventeen years worth of trauma within it. Holy shit! Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, your DNA holds holds a lot of a lot of information. Yeah. That you're not aware of, you can't access. You know, but mm-hmm. but it's still ingrained in you.
0: Yeah, I've heard you can alter your <clears throat> alter your DNA too, which I mean.
1: Yeah, 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 see and then and then once you procreate yourself, um, and if you've already changed your your mental state and all that, then that's what you can pass on. And it can mm-hmm. change for your children. But you have to take those steps first. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I think that's why it's so important to change like have self awareness and change like your mental patterns too, like especially if you like want to have kids and you plan to have kids, you know, because then you're just gonna Passed down the same (laughs) shit that was passed down to you, you know?
1: If you're, like, if you're not even, if you haven't, like, changed yourself yet and then you you have children, it's kind of hard to pull them out of it, too, because they've known nothing except for that. Mm -hmm. So then they're going to continue down that path, too.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Like, I'm not even sure how I found out. (laughs) the things that I found out I guess it was just like through books and like you know like my stepdad kind of coming in and
1: people yeah yeah different people yeah different experiences from Mm -hmm. other people
0: exactly which again I feel like that's why it's like not important well it is important but it's like Yeah, I guess it's just important that, like, you try to become, like, your best self, you know? And, like, because you're not only helping yourself, you're helping everyone around you,
1: you know? because yeah. people see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can feed off of your energy, especially your children. hmm If your children see that you're happy, they will be happy, too, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter where you live or what you do. As long as you are with them, for them, and you're happy, like, where you're at, they're going to feed off of that. Mm-hmm
0: like you teach those thought patterns you know because we've all seen like you know the real life instances of like where you know people grow up and like maybe their dad like cheats on their mom a lot or something and you know and then the woman grows up and like she you know gets with men that do the same thing because that's like what you're shown is normal or like if it's a guy he you know he grows up and he cheats or he has a woman who like he attracts women who cheat, you know, because that's what you're shown is like normal in relationships. And then like no one could fix that but you, you know, once you're an adult, that's that's your problem, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's your shit to change. <laughs> so mm-hmm. well, it's all bendy at the <laughs> squishy. Squishy
1: straws for our drinks
0: but yeah like I don't know I've seen that with my own family personally you know and then and I've seen it in both ways you know people changing for the better and helping others change for the better and people changing for the worse and you know dragging other people down with them you know so, yeah. it's also boundaries. Like, I feel like once you start expanding yourself and start becoming more self-aware, like you do have to have more boundaries about
1: what you allow into your life. Exactly. Because
0: yeah. otherwise, it's just it's a cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I would have stayed on that cycle if it wasn't for like the books that I got into reading and uh, podcasts that I listen mm-hmm. to and um, just like being around other people who are, you know, want to be better and want to, you know, learn more and gain more knowledge for your your own mental stability, you yeah. know. And yeah, I've had a lot of people show me uh, a lot of things down my path in life and I think if it wasn't for those people like life could have turned out you know in the same cycle and i could have still been you know where i was at before yeah
0: <clears throat> yeah i feel like that makes a huge difference you know and like um
1: you kind of hold on to the traumas that you have you've had as a child and if you don't have anybody there to show you how to get out of it and how to you know recreate your own mind uh then you'll be stuck in them and you'll be there for a while until you figure it out. But you kind of have to have those instances.
0: Exactly. And you have to be open to them too. Yes, yeah.
1: And I think marijuana really helped me. (laughs) Or cannabis. Uh, I heard that uh, marijuana is like a derogatory term for like uh, Mexican tobacco. And then they were using marijuana as a way to get people to not want to smoke cannabis. Really? Yeah, in a Mm -hmm. derogatory way. But anyways. Whack. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Screw that. (laughs) So, go with cannabis. But (laughs) but anyways, like, it really Mm -hmm. helped
1: me open up my mind to, to seeing the world from a new perspective. Yeah.
0: I think that's important. I think that's, I don't know, why the internet is pretty cool, you know, because it's like, it's a lot easier now to, like, open your mind, like, nowadays rather than, like, you know, 20, 30 years ago where, yeah. yeah you, you didn't just... have
1: any of that stuff. You didn't mm-hmm. have the internet, YouTube videos, how-to yeah. videos, anything like that. Like, even when we were growing up, like, we had we had YouTube, but, like, the videos that were on YouTube were freaking ridiculous. They're not of
0: the same caliber <laughs> yeah. as they are now. <laughs> Stuffed
1: up But, yeah it's changed a lot and uh, I think it's helping the world be more open to new things and new experiences and stuff and and not staying in the generational trauma that you have with your Mm -hmm. families and all that because you have like these new these people who are talking about their lives and stuff that help you see that you can change
0: yeah exactly which I think, I don't know, I think that's a cool part of, like, a starting this podcast, too, is, like, because, like, I don't know, that's kind of my intentions is, like, we'll, you know, help open other people's minds or, yeah. like, help other people who are going through it. Like, personally, um, for a lot of years or, like, you know, during COVID and a little bit before COVID, like, I it was pretty lonely because, like, I was getting to, like, the spiritual stuff and I didn't, like, have any friends that were, like, really interested in it and, you know, <laughs>
1: Yeah. And I didn't either. Um, I had, like, a bunch of friends who, like, we would smoke weed together and Mm -hmm. all that, but, like, we didn't, we weren't, like, spiritual going out, you know, and, you know, meditating or anything like that, but, like, then I did start to gain friends who, who, who opened me to the world of spirituality and, and like smoking weed before and smoking weed after you learn about spirituality is like something completely different
0: yeah it is (laughs) because you feel it like i feel like weed just kind of makes you more sensitive to like energy and like vibrations and stuff and so when you do open like that door to like that world or whatever like it's it's powerful you know
1: (laughs) and and once you open that door, I feel like you can't go back because then you see the world through a different perspective and you're like, okay, now I can't go back to my naive thoughts because mm-hmm. now I see the world for what it is.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can't you can't can't reclose your eyes. Like, yeah. <laughs> it don't work like that. <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, I do
1: want to be naive, you know, and not, you know, but... Yeah,
0: but I don't but feel like it's, it's worth it, it. it. No,
1: it's Because, <laughs> like, you, you see people who are out there and who are naive and you're like, God, they're living their best life. They're, like they don't give a shit about anything but they don't see the world for what it is and you can see that too
0: yeah but i also feel like that's surface level because i feel like a lot of that we see on social media you know and we're like oh my god they look like they're living you know so good they're all drinking out drinking, (laughs) drinking every weekend partying and shit like but realistically like when i try to do that like I can't drink like that anymore. Like, I, no. It's too much, you know. Dude, even
1: one shot, I'm like, okay,
0: I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, same. We got one shot in here. I know, I'm already feeling <laughs> yeah. that. I'm a little, a little toasty. <laughs> <laughs> face probably red. It's Just a
1: little bit? Yeah,
0: red. a little bit, yeah. Get, get the glow. <laughs> the drunk glow. But yeah, no, like, I think that's a cool part of, like, uh, starting this podcast and, like, you know, because I think... We can kind of be like there for people who, you know, aren't there yet with like, who like have friends who are, you know, spiritual and stuff. Because like that's what I really enjoyed, you know, like watching people talk about like this type of stuff when, you know, I didn't have anyone to talk about it with, you Mm -hmm.
1: know. (laughs) And, you know, YouTube is the one that like really helped me
0: be more spiritual. Like, same.
1: But yeah, that's my intentions too. I want, I want, I want people to see like, life is not always terrible you know and it Mm -hmm. does get better and like I want to be like an outlet for people to be able to you know hear my words and you know know that they can do it themselves too Mm -hmm.
0: yeah life is what you make it you know literally (laughs) you you create you create this life you know I mean to an extent once once you get to a certain age it's (laughs) like yeah I feel like even earlier you probably could, like, when you're a child, but I feel like obviously you have to be on that level. (laughs) You know? Yeah, if you have
1: parents who are already, you know, there and they help you. Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, I feel like children are powerful, like, very powerful.
1: Yes, but you can corrupt their minds very easily. Mm -hmm. And they're very susceptible to whatever goes on in their lives. And... They turn out the way they turn out based on, you know, how they grow up.
0: Mm-hmm. But like sponges. you can change it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can totally change it, you know. Once you, once you get to that level of awareness, and you, you know, change your patterns and
1: everything, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had like an instance of where you felt like caramel came back to you, in a negative mm-hmm. way?
0: In a negative way. Mm. Or in a positive
1: way. If you don't have any negative ways.
0: Yeah, I can't recall any negative ways, but I've had positive ways for sure. Um, nothing like too crazy, but um just like instances where I've helped people, you know, and then like, you know, pretty much just coming back or like I don't know there's been times where I've like, you know, given people money or something and then like just randomly get it back. like
1: Yeah, <laughs> it happens. It really happens. Yeah. But. What about you? I feel like both, you know. Yeah, yeah there have been some instances where um, you, I mean, you don't always, like, ha- make the best choices and then, like, you kind of see how those actions that you took change your life in a negative way but you can always come back from it and you can always put positive energy out there and positive karma um even like opening up a door for somebody like you know being nice Mm -hmm. in that way like it makes you feel better about yourself too and I think that's like something of karma like just internally you know
0: yeah exactly even if it's like that thing that same thing doesn't happen for you you still like benefit from it
1: yeah you yeah know? and your your own personal way mm-hmm. just like just by feeling it doesn't even have to be anything it could just be like how you feel about yourself after yeah.
0: that and I feel like the same thing is with like it's the same with like negative karma or whatever you know it's like you can you know do something shitty to someone and maybe I don't know because some people it's like you don't see shitty things happening to them as much but it's like if you really look like you can see like that they like hate themselves or like you know they don't they feel a type of way and it's negative (laughs) that's what I really learned about
1: like the people who bullied me growing up like when I was growing up I had no idea right but like when when you get older you learn that they probably had some negative stuff going on in their lives you know and Mm -hmm. it's probably just like their cycle of you know, ne- negative energy, and they just weren't in the best area that they could have been in. Just yeah. like, I forgive them for, mm-hmm. you know, all those things, but... Yeah, I mean... But you see it in... in that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think that makes it right still, but I
1: just... No. It, it but forgiveness is not about them, it's about me mm-hmm. and letting go for myself.
0: Exactly. But yeah, I do feel like it doesn't make it right, but it is not understandable but there is like a level of empathy i guess yeah. you know
1: like i can see how they ended up the way that they did mm-hmm. you know yeah based on their perspective of life they really didn't know anything other than the negative that was put on them yeah but some people are just evil for no reason like you could come from like the best life and still be that way towards other people and it's like why Why do you feel like you need to be that way?
0: Yeah. I feel like it's internal, something. You know, something internal from, for whatever reason, you know. So I think that's a big part of it, you know. is because we do see that people, like, you know, they came from good or whatever. But it's like, we don't know their whole lives. You know, we weren't there for all of it. So we don't really know, like, necessarily, you know, if something bad happened to them or not, you know. <laughs> um. But yeah.
1: What about déjà vu? Have you ever had the any instances of déjà vu? I've
0: had a lot no, of déjà vu. I've had a deja lot of déjà <laughs> <deja> vu.
1: <laughs>
0: like a lot. It's really cool though cuz it's like, I don't know, it feels like I'm meant to be there, you know. It's just like like oh i f- like, I feel like i've been here before like i feel like
1: something feels so familiar mm-hmm. yeah do you believe mm. in reincarnation yeah okay because there's some times where something something i've never even like been around or seen before feels so familiar and i'm like it's like for me it's construction sites and i don't know why life. no yeah, yeah but like for real, like, uh, hard hats and, and const- I don't know, It's like, when I see big construction sites like that, it makes me feel, like, this, like, immense deja vu feeling, like, mm. like, I've been there before or something, and I don't know why, like, mm. I've never been on a construction site yeah. before or anything, I've never worked in a <laughs> like, you know, but.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, me, I don't know, it's just, like, random places and random instances, Or like there's even times where like I'll have deja vu but like the deja vu will like will remind me of a dream that I've had which was the same exact instance of like what I lived at that present time. Let's pause really quick and I'll change the Okay. The camera. Hold your thoughts though.
1: Okay, <laughs> I was but like, it's no. stopped, so hopefully it, it stopped,
0: you know, A Good um, time. It okay. I don't want to restart this. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I've had like, I've had deja vu where it, like, it makes me remember the dream that I had of the moment. That the deja vu happened, you know? And I was just like, holy shit. Like, I dreamed of this and it happened. And it was like, I <laughs> have deja dream? vu. Um, and, like, well, I guess I do remember one instance. Which it's it's kind of weird. Because it was with my ex. Um, and it's just, like, kind of crazy to me. Because <coughs> I feel like dreams, too. Like, sometimes you could see it in such a way. And then, like, it's, like, the same... But different, like, it's, like, a little more toned down, you know, in the physical. It's not as, yeah. like, grand and, you yeah. know. Dreams are <laughs> wild. Crazy. Um, but, yeah, it happened with my ex, and it was just, like, this moment where I was, like, looking at him, and it was, like, snowing and whatever. And, um And then, yeah, the moment happened, and it was, like, pretty much looked the same. It was, like, but, like, in the moment, it wasn't as, like, um wasn't as, like, romantic, I guess. Like, it wasn't as, yeah, just grand as it was in my dream, you know. But, it, yeah, it happened, and it was, like, there. So, you know, I think it was, like, that relationship was not the best at all. <laughs> but I think it was meant to happen because it brought me a lot of self-awareness and growth. Like, it kick-started a lot of growth because... And yeah, strength. Yeah, and strength <laughs> because of what I was put through. Um, but, I mean, also taught me boundaries because, you know, I stayed through that stuff that I was put through. So, you know, you have a choice. You have a choice of whether you stay and put up with someone's shit or not, you know. You don't have to. You choose yourself, which I choose highly recommend. happiness. Choose yourself, choose happiness. <laughs> yeah. Because the end of the day it's not worth it to lose yourself to someone else and then you know kind of have to rebuild and restart after all that i think it's it's not worth it (laughs) so you should prioritize yourself and your dreams and just you know i think that's really important
1: yeah not to say not to say that you shouldn't like I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I don't know
0: what I say. <laughs> and I feel like you should be patient with people to an extent. Yeah. If, like if you tell them, you know, something like if you tell someone that something is hurting you or like it's affecting you negatively, then I feel like they should listen to you with open ears and like really make changes and like show they're gonna make changes, like with action, you know, versus just like, you know, turning it back on you or, <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: making you feel like you're the you're the one that's wrong for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. But I think all feelings should be heard. Yeah. You know? so. In both situations, like you can be feeling some way, and then somebody else could be feeling another way. But like it's about communication and talking mm-hmm. to the people, and, you know, in understanding both sides so that you can, you know, better have a yeah. better relationship. Exactly. I
0: feel like it's how you communicate too. You yeah. know, because you have to communicate with like compassion and like and like love, you know. Cuz like if someone feels like you're attacking them, then they're just going to, you know, blow up and get mad. Get and defensive, and blow up, and blow up yeah. yeah. And it's like mm, there's a certain way to to communicate. And, um and just to be aware, like, I don't know, I've heard people say, like, when a couple has, like, an argument or, like, you know, a discussion or whatever, like, most people, they're in it to, like, win the discussion or whatever instead of, like, um, instead of, like, winning it together, you know, which I, that should be the ultimate ultimate goal is, like, facing the problem together and, like, you know, trying to. Uh, find a solution
1: together. Yeah, <coughs> mm-hmm. yeah. If somebody is like trying to f- fight you on how you feel, then maybe they're not the person for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, going back to <coughs> dreams, um, have you ever lucid dreamed
0: before? Um, I have lucid dreamed like a handful of times. Like I've never actually really set out to do it. um Like, there's been a few times where I've, like, tried, not really, I guess I was just, like, writing my dreams down more, um, but yeah, I remember one of the times that it did happen, (laughs) it was pretty cool, because the dream, it was, like, scary, and I was, like, I was, like, going up the stairs in this house, and I was, like, scared, because, like, I knew something, like, dark or bad was up there, and then amid like, going up the stairs, like, halfway, like, I kind of woke up in my dream and I realized like I was like oh it's just a dream (laughs) and so I went up the stairs and like I made it into something funny instead of like something scary and it was like it was like really cool but then like like 30 seconds later I forgot and then it got scary again and then I woke up
1: (laughs) but that's crazy I I've never had like I have had, um, dreams where I'm aware that I'm dreaming, mm-hmm. but, um, not to, like, the point where I'm able to control, like, or, like, even have the awareness that I could control it while mm-hmm. I know that I'm dreaming, you know, but, yeah, I had this, uh, dream once, uh, to, like, right after we planned our trip to Cancun, uh, I had a dream that I'd, there was no flight or anything, we just were in Cancun, and, um, we were, like, at the hotel, and we were doing all kinds of stuff, and I remember... I remember everybody around me was like, um, I was like, oh, uh, how did I get here? Like, where did, how did, how did we get here? Like, cause I don't remember taking a flight. And everybody that was on, <laughs> mm-hmm. like in the hotel and everything were like looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you know, when people say that they, when they have dreams and they ask about time and people are like, freak out, like mm-hmm. they're like, you shouldn't be asking that. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt when I was, like, how did we get here? Like, I don't remember flying. I Like, how did we get here? I don't remember being here. Like, mm. and they were, like, looking at me, like.
0: That's crazy. So everybody, that's crazy everybody too. around is, like, oh looking at God. me, like.
1: And I was, like, yeah. okay, we got to,
0: let's go find our room. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> These people are creeping me out. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny.
1: But then, yeah, yeah, after that, and then I realized that I was dreaming and, yeah. uh. I was like, oh, okay. And then I just, like, continued going through, like, the hotel and the restaurants and stuff. And it was, like, places that I've never been before. Mm-hmm. So it's like, makes you think, like, what the fuck is a dream? Yeah. Where, where do you go when you're dreaming?
0: Dude, that's crazy. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like when we dream, we go into, like, another realm or, like, another dimension of some sort, you know? Because it's just, like, it's just weird. <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> Like, this is the realm Mm -hmm. of your
1: conscious mind, Mm -hmm. and then your dream mind is, like, the realm of your unconscious mind. Unconscious mind, mind. yeah. And that's, like, maybe Mm -hmm. why you can't necessarily remember your dreams after you wake up, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, you you dreamt about something. Like, you wake up, and you're like, I'm gonna remember my dream, and then you're like, oh, no, no, I don't remember it.
0: Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, your dreams do reflect, like, your unconscious, like, thoughts and beliefs. And like, you know, even the future of like what your subconscious, whatever like knows is gonna happen, or like you know, like um. What I was saying, (laughs) (laughs) um. Yeah, like there's dreams where. Where like maybe you'll have like I don't know like people have recurring dreams and stuff like I think that's like really cool and like really crazy but I think that also shows like you're in like in a certain mindset like I really like evaluating my dreams like when I wake up like sometimes like there's so much symbolism like in my dreams personally like it's like like so much symbolism it's like and sometimes all realize that like after the fact like I really need to I have a dream journal I just really need to write in it <laughs> again um because yeah I think I told you once before um how like uh my old chihuahua she died and um yeah in my dream journal uh so basically I had this dream journal for a little bit and I was actually keeping up with it um but yeah in the dream I had given my dog uh her name was mama, <laughs> I picked her up and I handed her to my stepdad who, um, who's, who was dead already at the time. Um, and him and my dog who had also passed away, they were both there. And I, I handed her to them and I was just like, I told my stepdad, and I was like, I was like, take care of her. And you know, he didn't say anything, but he was like, yeah. And then he like walked away with her and then um yeah and then like 2 weeks later she died and like I forgot all about that dream and then I randomly was going back through my dream journal and I read that and I was like holy shit like
1: <laughs> it's crazy like it's like you were already aware of it and you were already giving her up mm-hmm. to be passed on just yeah. kind of beautiful
0: actually yeah, it's beautiful like, I don't know. I still I still have dreams of her sometimes. And like my other dog, uh that was in the dream, uh who also passed away, his name, uh, was Kiyoshi. Like sometimes I'll still have dreams and like he'll like he'll just come visit me and I'm like, Oh my god, hi <laughs> Do you think that the
1: dad can, can visit you in your dreams?
0: I totally do. I've I've had quite a few visits um with people. Yeah,
1: right after my dreams. friend passed away I had some cr- crazy dreams about her. And I don't know if it was, like, her coming and seeing me, or if it was, you know, just me, you know, grieving.
0: I think she came to see
1: you. That's what I always hoped, you know? Because, yeah. like, I never really got to say goodbye or anything mm-hmm. like that, so.
0: Yeah, I think that is our way of, like, you know, saying goodbye or, like, you know, trying to, like, comfort us like, you know, letting us see them again and stuff. Like, I don't know. I still have dreams of my stepdad, too. And, like, it's weird because, like, in the dream, it's, like, it's normal. Like, he's still alive. He's still there. But, like, he never talks. Like, he's just there. There? Yeah. It's, like... Yeah, there's
1: something about somebody just Mm -hmm. being there. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't need them to say anything. You just need them to be there. Exactly.
0: It's just his energy, you know. and Like, it's fine. Like, and they're... There has been, like, one or two times where he has talked on my dreams. Um, I think one was, like, a few years ago. Because um, he passed away when I was 20. Which, at the time, like, two years ago, I was, like, 27. Um, it's my birthday next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. And I remember I was just crying. And, like, I told him, I was, like, I miss you. And he, like, he told me, he was, like, I miss you, too. And it's just, like... Yeah, like that was like one of the only times he's like talked in my dreams though, and was just like it was really powerful, you
1: know. Just like
0: oh, I woke up and I was like cried a little bit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dreams like that where you
1: wake up and you're just feeling all the emotions from mm-hmm. what you just dreamt about, and it like, yeah. like really, where where are dreams? Where are you going? Like, cause you wake up with so much emotion, you're, like it was actually real, you know, like you were actually yeah. there.
0: Like it is real, like totally real. <laughs> um like going back to the lucid dreaming, like um as a kid I used to have uh sleep paralysis a lot. Oh, yeah, it was oh my god, it was bad dude. Like it was it was more often than not I would have sleep paralysis. Um but I remember one of the times like I I knew that I was dreaming and, like, I was trying so hard to, like, wake myself up. Well, there was a few times where, I, like, I knew I was dreaming and I would try to wake myself up and, like, I couldn't. Um, but, yeah, one of the times I was, like, because when I would get sleep paralysis, like, yeah, I'd be, like, paralyzed. Like, I couldn't really talk and, like, I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like, I was just, like, suffocating and, like, but one of the times I was, like, I was able to say my mom's name and it was, like, barely anything, but it was, like, mom,
1: yeah. mom. It's so fucking worse because you're, like, you're laying yeah. there and you're, like, paralyzed mm-hmm. and you're, like, screaming mom in your head and you can't get it out. And you're, like,
0: you know, yeah and like. Yeah. yeah, and it's, I mean, I I was already sleeping alone at that time when I was, like, I woke up and I was, like, well, I wouldn't have done any good anyway. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but still, I was, like, I don't know, it's just crazy how you could, like, be in your dream and, like, be aware that you're awake. Or not awake, but, like, you're dreaming, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and have you ever had, like, dreams that continue?
1: Like a perpetual dream?
0: Um, not like a perpetual dream, but, like, a dream where you wake up and then you go back to sleep and it continues.
1: Oh, yeah, I've had those dreams before, yeah. yeah that's sure. Like like a good dream, like, it's mm-hmm. never really... I mean, I guess I did have a couple of nightmares that continued, yeah. but that was when I was younger. But, but now, I feel like... <laughs> so, S- Sebastian snores a lot, mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> I'll... I'll sleep in his bed and I'll wake up and I'll go in there and yeah. uh, and then I'll continue my dream and I'm like, because if, if it's a good dream, I'm like, yes, I hope I'm going to continue I my know. dream and I'll lay down and like, then you continue the dream and you wake up and you're like, hell
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. continued my dream. Yeah, I love those dreams. When it's a good dream, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I've, I think I've only had it once where it was like a bad dream and then I went back to sleep and it continued and I was like, ah, I was like, fuck <laughs> this. I was pissed. this <laughs> is like, some bullshit. Um,
1: But I've also had perpetual dreams. Like, I haven't had them recently, but I I remember them from being a kid because I used to have a lot of nightmares about the house that I used to live in, that I grew up in. And there's this one... It was like... uh, I woke up, like, three times in my dream, and I thought I was awake. Like, I thought I was legit awake, and uh, I just continued on the same dream same nightmare like I would wake up in my room and I would think that I was awake because I was in my room but then as soon as I would open my door I would know that I was still dreaming because I was still in like whatever um nightmare because I used to have nightmares about like the mummy and it and stuff Mm -hmm. when I was little and and about like going out into the front room and trying to turn on the lights and the lights wouldn't turn on Mm -hmm. and knowing that there was something in there with me you know so like I, I would wake up be in my bed and like yes finally I woke up and then I would go out into the front room and I realize I'm fucking still dreaming and then I would wake up again in my bed and it was like it was like yeah it it was like (laughs) terrible like I used to have really bad nightmares when I was a kid Um, but yeah that's the one that I remember the most and uh, yeah finally when you finally wake up it's like such a sense of relief
0: you're like thank god (laughs)
1: you're stuck in there for so long you know
0: Mm -hmm. like I'm not going back to sleep (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I haven't really had any perpetual dreams I think I've had like a similar dream like once or twice but never like the same dream I have had dreams in like the same setting so like um one of my old houses like I would um I don't know, the dreams would be different. Like sometimes it would be kind of good, sometimes it would be more like scary. Um it just kind of dependent like. And then it would like the house would reflect that. Like sometimes it'd be more dark <laughs> and sometimes it would like be more light, you know? Um and yeah, I think that's pretty crazy. But I also feel like I don't know, I'm really into dream symbolism and not only just like looking up dream meanings. I feel like it's kind of important for you to interpret your dreams yourself just because I feel like your perception of certain things is different, you know, like, one person, you know, like, and then also your feeling of, like, how you feel about the certain things. Like, you could see a snake in a dream and be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Or you could see a snake in a dream and be terrified, you know.
1: Now, there was this one time I saw a, a an owl, a white owl, mm-hmm. just, like, completely white, and it was, like, at the end of the tunnel, and it was, like, mystical, like, dawn, setting and the owl is just standing there staring at me I was like I need to look this up and see what the symbolism is on this because that mm. was like because it was something that I really remem- remembered when I woke up was just the owl nothing else I was like
0: that's so cool and then a white owl at the end of like a dark like
1: like yeah at the end of a tunnel and it was a like a brick tunnel. a brick tunnel mm-hmm. like, you know uh, not brick um, stone mm. yeah
0: it's really cool like I don't know Uh, personally for me I feel like that would represent like not only kind of like awakening but like kind of getting to like the better side of things you know like
1: new beginnings and all that yeah
0: exactly because owls are really like like they represent like transformation and like um like awakenings for sure um and they could also represent death but like a white owl I feel like that would be kind of like opposite like a birth like you know like something new it's just you know
1: when i had that dream i was still working at the last job that i was working at Mm -hmm. and uh, then you know new beginnings came yeah
0: (laughs) so that's cool (laughs)
1: um (coughs) oh man and and since i've stopped smoking weed Mm -hmm. uh my dreams are so vivid like random fucking dreams just like even like laying in bed for 30 minutes today like i I fell asleep for like 30 minutes and i like had the most vivid dream about eating an egg (laughs) (laughs) so i was at at the pool (laughs) i was at the pool and i was eating an egg and Mm. um and then all of a sudden i was Mm. like in the basement of my old house doing laundry Mm. and uh i pulled out this bleach t-shirt that I was going to wear because I was, like, I hadn't gotten ready yet, and I was, like, going to get ready after I Mm -hmm. woke up because you were coming over, and I was, like, dreaming about um, getting ready. So I was, like, I'm going to wear this bleach shirt. (laughs) (laughs) It was really cute, too. I was, like, getting ready, and then I woke up. But I was, like, gosh, like, every time I stop smoking weed for, like, Mm -hmm. a few days, like, I have the most vivid freaking dreams. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Weed breaks, (laughs) man.
1: Random, random freaking Uh stuff.
0: Yeah, because they say weed does, like, affect, like, your dreams or whatever yeah. to an extent.
1: Yeah, but I've Which, never, like, stopped dreaming when I smoke weed, though. Which yeah. People say that you n- you don't really dream a lot when you smoke weed, but I still have really vivid dreams when I, when I smoke
0: weed. Me too. I think it's just, lately, like, I still remember my dreams, but I forget them in the morning sometimes. But I feel like that's also on me because I haven't been writing them down. But, um, and also, I don't know like astrology there's <laughs> like Saturn and Pisces right now and Pisces like represents like like dreams like the dream worlds, like that's one aspect of it and then Saturn is kind of like restrictions and stuff um so yes yeah, so that could be kind of like damper on people's dreams at the moment um but it, also, it could also be like the opposite effect um like if you're you know, if you're more disciplined with, like, your dream stuff and you're keeping a dream journal or, like, you're really, like, looking into, like, the symbolism of your dreams or, like, the meaning of your dreams, I feel like, then, yeah, you might have more of dreams.
1: That's, like, um, so I bought this book about mm-hmm. lucid dreaming and it, like, <clears throat> gives you, like, step in, step-by-step instructions on how you can prepare yourself to be more susceptible to um, lucid dreaming. And part of that is writing your dreams down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but do you have like a, a dream journal on like a, an app or is it just a journal that you write down
0: um it's just a journal that i bought on amazon oh, okay. <laughs> uh it's a, I think it's the fox journal they're really cool i like all the fox journals if you guys know what i'm talking about i don't know exactly what it's called but they have different journals like there's a planner one there's a dream one there's a manifesting one like they have a bunch of cool journals like i love i love their stuff um
1: do you journal like daily too or is it just dream journaling
0: um i've been starting to journal more um i do want to get into like the habit of doing it daily just because i feel like it's really good to be like self-aware and like have those conversations with yourself and also to get it like on paper because like
1: yeah when when you're just (laughs) thinking about it like all your thoughts and everything like Mm -hmm. it's you're not able to get it out but once you write it down you get your Mm -hmm. thoughts out and you're like okay now i feel better yeah it was, it was good for me to write down my thoughts and my feelings and stuff, especially if you don't have, like, somebody at the moment to talk to, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: And not only that, like, when you go back and, like, read it, like, it
1: oh my gosh. gives so, such
0: perspective. <laughs> I,
1: I started journaling in, like, 2018, mm-hmm. and it was not consistent. So, like, um, I journaled for a while, and then I stopped, and then, you know, continued on. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I look back at the old things that I wrote down in, like, 2018, it's like... I'm completely different from who I was back yeah. then till now too. It's, and and like, to remember those feelings that I had at those moments, and to know that like I've grown so much from them is like really good, you know. Yeah. For me, personally.
0: And I, I think it also sheds perspective, like on your emotions, like because sometimes your emotions can just take over and it's like just, you know, you can't like think straight. And I feel like when you write it down and you look back and you can kind of look at it from a different perspective and be like, okay, yeah, it was just, you know, my emotions were really strong and it helps you not just, like, react off of emotion, which is yes. really important.
1: <laughs> yeah. I react pretty mm-hmm. easily, but I'm going yeah. to try to do that now. Where mm-hmm. I, instead of reacting, I write down my journal. Yeah. And then, yeah, that would be better. It's
0: being more aware. Um, And I don't know, this uh pretty cool like um when i was younger probably like 11 no probably younger than that probably like eight um sometimes i would try to write in a diary or whatever and i would never do it consistently it was just like randomly here and there um but there was a few times i wrote like a quick letter to like my future self and then i went back like a few years later and read it and it's just like it's so cool you know because it's like it's like you talking to you but it's
1: not you yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like, Wait, who are you? <laughs> exactly,
0: and like I, I, th- I threw those away. I think like a long time ago. And It's like I don't know. Kind of wish I held on to that stuff because it's just gives you gives you perspective.
1: Well, if you start now, mm. um, then in the future you can have those things to look mm. back on.
0: Exactly. Um. Yeah, I think that is really cool to like write a letter to, like, your future self.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember them having us do that in, like, school and stuff, you know, writing mm-hmm. a letter to your future self on where you want to be in life and all that. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's not always, like, what you expect, but um, it could be completely different and completely better than mm-hmm. what you expected, which is cool, too.
0: Yeah. Like, even um, in high school, like, early high school, I had a journal where I wrote, like, bunch of poetry you know and like even that like it was just nice like getting that out and like i think i threw that away too <laughs> Stop um, throwing i know
1: away. I, have, <laughs> I have shit from like middle school where like <laughs> journals that me and my friends would send notes to each other like because mm-hmm. you know we'd get in trouble mm-hmm. if we sent like a, a piece of paper teacher would take it but yeah. if you passed a journal they had no idea yeah. so we had this whole book Of like just different days of different notes and stuff. Pass the whole notebook over and you know. Yeah. But I still have those. That's so cool. We're so stupid. (laughs) we were
0: dumb. But it's funny. It's cute. I wish I had some of those still. Like some of those poems were like actually pretty good. And like writing that stuff down, like it helped helped me through a lot. You know, (laughs) like just being able to get my emotions out on a piece of paper. Yeah, helped a lot. so I mean at that time like yeah I was pretty depressed I was struggling a lot um you know I used to trigger warning (laughs) I used to like uh self-harm a lot um but I don't know that helped me kind of get through the process and and like eventually I was able to stop and um I remember later in high school like a few years later um i don't know who but i guess someone like reported me to like the the school um therapist whatever they're called i don't know counselor counselor school counselor um but by that time i'd already stopped like two years prior and but she just wanted like she had a few sessions with me just to like make sure i was like okay you know i think someone just like saw my scars and like reported me based off that but like i had told her like some of my story and stuff and like Um, she was like, wow, like, that's crazy, like, you just stopped, you know, you know, because, like, most people, like, would have to, like, go through therapy or, like, you know, like, would just continue or whatever, um, and, yeah, I was able to just, like, you know, kind of cold turkey it.
1: (laughs) Well, you kind of figured it out on your own, though, Mm -hmm. you know, that you didn't want to do that anymore. You don't really necessarily need somebody to tell you that you don't need to do it anymore. You can, you know...
0: Exactly. If you if you really want to do something, you're going to do it.
1: Yeah. Like, man, when I smoked cigarettes, I thought, you know, I would never be able to quit because, like, you know, you just feel like you need it or whatever. But once you learn, like, you, it's all about you and, mm-hmm. and your thoughts and how you control yourself and you can do it, you can stop it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Let's uh, pause really quick so I
0: I feel like that's why being self-aware not only being self-aware but just knowing that you can make changes and knowing what you are in control of like your thoughts your mind your actions and being able to to act upon that you know because i feel like so many people so many people get stuck in like self-pity and um you know self-sabotage where you just like you know what we were just talking about you know like you begin to think like the world's against you or like you can't stop or you're powerless and like the more you feed into that the more you become that and it's the harder it is to get out of that but once you're able to you know realize like oh i make my decisions i can you know, maybe I can't control the whole world, but I can control what I do, I can control what I think, like, it changes a lot, you know, when that's all you can control, like, you know, in a chaotic environment, it brings you a lot of power, it brings you a lot of peace, and I feel like, yeah, I mean, if anyone watching this is going through something, you know, just know that you can control like focus on what you can control, which is yourself and your actions. Like that's that's all you should focus on because the other stuff you can't control it. <laughs> you know, there's
1: Yeah. It's like all, all about like how how you perceive the situation, I guess. Like if something bad happens, like you don't have to necessarily like, if, like, your car breaks down or something, like, you're going to hate the world or something. But it, as long as you you control your thoughts and your feelings, like, it doesn't have to be negative, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it does happen, and but you will get past it, and you can control how you feel in the situation.
0: Exactly.
1: And it's powerful it's to be powerful. able to, to do that for yourself.
0: Perception. Perception is powerful. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, I think I was telling you guys about how um, how I seen that feather, like, a day before I got fired <laughs> or, like, let go of. Um, so, yeah, I was just, like, sitting on my lunch break, like, outside. And um, I just, like, happened, like, right. I would always go walk to the spot and, like, sit at the spot by myself and just chill. And, like, this one day I went there and like there's, like, this perfect, like, black and white feather just, like, laying there. Um, I remember what those colors mean. I think it means like your guides are with you or something, um, or no, it's like a, a change. A change is about to happen. Yeah. And literally the next day, like, oh my God. <laughs> um, I was, uh, called into, or like we were supposed to have a meeting or whatever. And, um, so I was about to go to the meeting, but then the car wouldn't start and, like, the car was having issues, so, like, I called them, and I was, like, well, I can't make it, blah, blah, like, an hour later, uh, they called and left a voicemail, um, and, like, they were basically saying, like, that the company can't afford, like, a certain amount of people anymore, um, and that they're, like, letting me go, as well as, like, whoever else was at the meeting, um, but, yeah, and I was just, like, at the time, before that, like, I was mad, because I was, I was, like, ah, oh, stupid car, like, I can't go to the meeting, blah, blah, And then only to find out, like, a few hours, like, oh, like, I'm, (laughs) like, there's no point to go to the meeting, really, you know. I mean, I still, I still had to go, like, I took the bus um, to get there, and, like, in my last check and stuff. Um, But, I don't know, looking back now, like, I know it sucked in the moment, but it also led me to a path that i probably wouldn't have taken otherwise you know because i would have stayed at that job and i hated that job (laughs) but i hated every morning going to that job like i used to get up extra early just to like uh smoke and do yoga and like you know make me a smoothie and stuff you know to get my energy right because i fucking hated that job like
1: but it was all like meant to be you know Mm -hmm. like and and for you to to realize at that moment like to have to have that moment where you saw that feather, and to remember seeing that feather and it being like a sign of like what was going to come is kind of spiritual in itself too. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then and then after that, like, but yeah, if you if you didn't go through those experiences, you wouldn't be where you're at now. So mm-hmm. it made you stronger, made you better. Definitely.
0: And then COVID happened like shortly after. <laughs> So it was, like, it definitely led me down, like, a spiritual path, you know, because I had a lot more time to, like, focus on myself, whereas before I was just, you know, mainly focused on work and getting money and then, you know, just, you know, sometimes you're, like, so stuck in a job that, like, and you give all your energy to it that when you, you know, you're off, you don't, you know, you don't really want to work on yourself. Or you don't want to, <laughs> you know, work on your hobbies. Yeah, because just, you're
1: so drained from the work mm-hmm. that you just put into to for somebody else's you know, income, mm-hmm. you know, somebody else's passive income.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like the people in those positions, they don't realize that you also want to have a life for yourself too. Like you mm-hmm. don't want to put your whole life into somebody else's company.
0: Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that was like, yeah, that was a really big, um, it wasn't like a huge life change. Um, it was probably a bigger, but it was definitely sent me, more on the path that i think i was meant to go on and like after that like happened like i i was getting pretty frustrated and emotional and um i was like why is this happening to me like why me you know <laughs> um and like i remember i just seen like you know so many angel numbers like every time i look at the clock it'd be like three 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 or something <laughs> or like um uh i'd look at my phone and someone would have like a screenshot and it'd be like 333 and it was, like crazy random shit or like I'd go to the bank and or like I'd go you know buy something and it was like thirty three thirty three or like you know just random shit and I was like what the fuck <laughs> and it was like usually when I was emotional too and I was like fine I was like all right I'll calm down <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll chill <laughs> the universe was speaking to you yeah making
1: you be aware mm-hmm.
0: in those moments mm-hmm. it's nice like I don't know comforting <laughs> It is really comforting it's like the universe being like yo chill I got you just you know
1: you just stop, have to worry. be more open to seeing those things too mm-hmm. you
0: know? Cause yeah there's a few times I seen it and I was mad I was like no <laughs> I was like I don't want to hear it. I'm mad right now <laughs> uh, but yeah I feel like I don't know, it's important to pay attention to science and to try and See things from a higher perspective and not just your emotions, which, like, again, that's why I feel like journaling is really good for, for you.
1: Yeah, because you can mm-hmm. control your emotions and your thoughts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Ultimately, like, ch- change your whole life. Yeah. If you want to. If you want to. But you
0: have to want to. Mm hmm. But, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like your thoughts really are what influence your emotions the most. Mm hmm. And once you kind of like are able to, you know, I mean, obviously some random thoughts come in and like you know, but it's like how much energy you give to those thoughts versus like how much energy you give to the good thoughts, you know. Which like definitely plays a role in your emotions because if you let a bad thought like go astray and you keep feeding into it and keep feeding into it, then yeah, you're gonna feel some type of way. negatively (laughs) which yeah I'm a cancer pretty emotional (laughs) 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 I'm pretty emotional too yep on the low you guys are emotional on the low
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I really don't show Mm -hmm. people my emotions very often Mm -hmm. but they are there and I do feel them yeah just like everybody else but
0: exactly Yeah, I don't know. It's cancer. I feel like sometimes people see me as tough and cold, like the outside shell. Yeah. But then once you get to know me, you know, like, I'm big old softy. (laughs) 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 You know?
1: People always say that about me, too, when they first meet me. Like, Mm -hmm. you have resting bitch face, Mm -hmm. and uh, we thought you were mean. Like, you didn't even, like, try and get to know me first before Mm -hmm. you decided that you thought that I was mean just based on how you perceived me. You know? So you should go into life with, the, like, looking at people and, you know, knowing that you don't know them and being open to, you know, getting to know people before you judge.
0: Yeah, before you, like, you know, just have a set impression of them, you know, because people are changeable. Even if, you know, they're one way when you meet them, they can be a totally different way, like, you know, down the line.
1: Life is Mm ever-changing. And, um, you know, you might have some, like, thoughts on a situation and a certain perspective on you know politics whatever it may be but if you're open to seeing from somebody else's perspective it, you can always change your perspective on yeah it. Like, you don't have to go by the thoughts that you had in, in the past mm-hmm. like you can you can always change your your perspective on life if you want to yeah if want and to. if it's like makes sense to you i guess yeah
0: But I feel like, I don't know, even if you hear someone else's perspective, you don't have to necessarily change your perspective, but I feel like it's important to respect that person's perspective and not try to push your own beliefs on them. Yeah. Because no one likes that. Yeah. No one likes that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but, like, if you're okay with the fact that, like, maybe this person has different thoughts than you, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to be a better person instead of, like, trying to push your thoughts on them, you know? Yeah. not everybody thinks the same way. Not everybody has had the same experiences as you. Mm-hmm. Like, Everybody's on their own path. And you can influence other people, but... You know, th- thoughts are your own individual things.
0: Yeah. I mean, everyone's unique. You know, we're, we all have our different realities. <laughs> yeah, everybody <laughs> lives in their
1: own completely different reality based mm-hmm. on their experiences that they've gone through in their lives. And, and even, you know... Me and my brothers went through the same life, but we are not the same people, you know? Yeah. Everybody is completely different, based on experience.
0: Yeah. Based on experience, thoughts, you know, all of that. Actions. Um. Should we end it? Yeah, we should... (laughs) Um, I don't remember that. But yeah, to to end this episode, um, yeah, we just want to say thank you for watching and um, listening. Yeah, listening. To- um, we hope this brought you some perspective and, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this and um, you know, leave us some comments. You know, let us know what you think um let us know if you want us to speak on any topics or if you have any questions um you know we're we're happy to share and we're happy to talk like we're we're doing this podcast out of like the absolute like enjoyment of it and just like yeah just talking
1: yeah so (laughs) thank you for listening
0: yeah thank you for listening um but yeah make sure you like subscribe um and follow us i don't know i don't know how this works (laughs) 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 make sure you do those things if you want to uh, hear more from us um but in the meantime we'll catch you on the next episode so thank
1: you for joining us see you later we appreciate you bye